Okay, good morning, gentlemen. We are going to continue on the on the theme that we started yesterday uh, with the drushes. And there's like sometimes you have a Gadsda Gomorrah, sometimes you have uh, other kinds. This is in the Drusha Gomorrahs. Um, it's a challenge to us uh, because we're not necessarily experts in drushes, and so we just read them superficially. I'm convinced. The Rishonim had this cold. You know, you look at Rashi, and usually, like, Rashi saves you and helps you. And when you see that they don't help you, it's because to them it was obvious. Oh, of course, Klau Pra Klau, you know, or Mosef Ala Klau, or Ribui Mia Ribui. Like, they didn't have to explain this. It was olive based to them. And so, therefore, the usual helpers that come to help you explain the Gemara don't bother explaining it because, of course, you know that. That's like... Those are the those are in all fairness though. Yeah. We see in the Gemara that you know we're familiar with Rabbi Yishmael Omer. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But other Tanayim had uh, had their own lists. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just I'm just wondering. Right. In other words, sometimes we'll think we understand it, and then they pull a rule out of the hat that we didn't know about, or that they, a reason somebody else uses, right. and they don't use that. Yeah. That's right. Right. And, uh, it's like yesterday we had the oh, it's a heckish. You can't ask any questions on a heckish. You know. And so, okay, what exactly is a heckish? When is the heckish used? But that's the that's the discussion. Um, the the immediate question that is that we have this concept that when somebody steals, they pay double. And under certain circumstances, they pay four or five times. And there's uh, a few verses that talk about it, but the verses are complicated. There's clearly many examples given in those verses. And so the question is, why did it teach it that way? What does that come to tell us? And uh, from the examples, are we excluding or are we including? It's very easy to say everything, but clearly not everything. So uh, that's really what the Gemara is getting to. How do we know what's included in the double and what's excluded? And uh, what complicated things was that we have rep- regular stealing where somebody goes and they're a ganaf and they go and they take somebody's uh, sheep or goat and, and take it away and, and sell it or slaughter it. And then we have the cases that we started yesterday of a shomer pekadin, where somebody was... He didn't go and take it from that other person. The other person gave it to him and said, here, watch my sheep for me, watch my cow. And then by lying, he stole it. Stealing by lying. He was supposed to give it back. And he said, oh, I had something terrible happened. This, uh, somebody stole it from me. Somebody got lost. And so then, in effect, he is stealing. Or we had a case where the animal was lost, and he didn't take it from the other guy's property. The animal was lost. And he picked it up and said, I think I'll return it to him. And then he said, you know what, I kind of like this animal. Maybe I won't. <laughs> so the question, though, is that he's turning himself into a thief, but it's not your standard thief. It's the tointinus ganaf. It's somebody that that's, steals it by claiming it was stolen from him or it was lost from him. And so is that the same penalty or not? Now, lest you think the Gemara is being overly picky by he didn't actually go and take it, the concept of four and five, stealing four, why do you sometimes pay four times the five, had to do with what he went to steal it and he put the animal, was he afraid of other people and was he embarrassed or did he just put the animal, uh, uh, did he schlep it around his neck? And so you see it makes a difference 
if he had to physically steal it or not. That some of the penalty is because he went to the other guy's property and, well, we're not going to hit him five times because he, he, he degraded himself in having to put the animal around his neck. Or, right? So the, the, the penalty definitely has to do with the act of going and having the nerve to go in that guy's property and pull it out. And, but this guy never did that. He just lied. And that's, that's, a, that's a, an Avera of lying, and he's stealing by lying, but it's not the same thing as going and taking it from him. So to know whether these penalties apply uh, isn't so clear in the Tointan is gone. So uh, we had said that we used, the, and the, the Psukim said it's found out that he's the thief, uh, uh, that, that he stole. And so that particular wording we said referred to not the regular Ganif, but what's called the Tointinus Ganif. So what happened was, though, we ended up using those two verses for the Tointinus Ganif, uh, for the one who claimed it was stolen from him and didn't really steal. So the question now is, what's the source for the robber himself? So that's where we are now, and we're, we're going to have to dig up an extra drusha, an extra pusik, uh after what we had yesterday. We're going to start six lines from the bottom. If one of the verses talked about a regular robber, and one of the verses were on 63b at the bottom, and one of the verses, and one of the verses talked about uh, this person who claims it was stolen from him. So then uh, at least we've we've um, uh, we've uh, covered our basis. But according to the view that both of them are needed a bit tiny gone, where the guy claims it was stolen, there's a difference. Uh, if it was stolen, uh, he claims that it was stolen or he claims that it was lost. Gan of Atmo Minole. Where are we going to know the regular robber, not just the one that 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 uh, made a lie and turned himself into a robber? And then also we're going to see that, that he turned himself into a robber by lying in court. He swore in front of the Basin that this is what happened and that's why he can't return it. So then the Gemara says, Well, if the, if the guy is going to, we're going to throw the book at him, even when he steals it by lying, certainly we'll throw the book at him when he uh, goes and takes it from the guy's property. But if that were the source... We would say another famous rule, if that's the source, we can only learn it out in a similar way. And that source where you pay double is where he lied. He took the oath that he, it was stolen and it wasn't stolen. So we would only know that you pay double if, there's, if not only did he steal, but he lied about it in court. So, you know what? Maybe the penalty has to do with lying in court. Maybe one, he pays back once because he took it. He pays a second time because when we caught him, he said, who, me? He lied about it. So uh, maybe that, maybe then you have the double penalty. But how would we know that a plain regular thief has a double penalty? Not so clear. So we definitely need another source. So that's where we left off yesterday, uh, that uh, the Kavu Homer isn't going to make us all happy. That's not going to do it. We, we need an actual source that if the other psukim are talking about Betoyntainaskanov, where the guy was actually watching it, and uh, or he found it, and he just claimed it was stolen from him, and in court he lied. So now we need a pusik about a regular everyday crook that went ahead and, and stole it himself. How do we know, even without a shvua, that he pays back double? So the Gomorrah uh, found it from another source, from the Tana in the Academy of Chizkiah. 
This is where we left off yesterday, three lines from the bottom. And this um, is a different uh, Pusik and a different Drash. Let's look in the Rashi. Rashi brings six lines from the bottom. That's a different Pusik. So again, sometimes it's confusing to us because we thought we did this already. It's a different set of verses that we're going to bring to the rescue to give us the source for the double. Uh, let's finish Rashi. That extra Pusik is talking about a plain everyday robber that went and took it. Now, how do you know um, uh, the the uh, uh, that's the, he's that's part of the quote of the pasuk. Now, So Rashi has an interesting question. Why does it say there's another drasha? Why doesn't it just say there's a kra, another pasuk? Why does Agamora use the word drasha instead of just saying a pasuk? He says that you need some fancy footwork over here to figure this out. It's not, if you just quoted the Pusik, you would have said, oh, that's talking about where you steal a live animal. I agree that when you steal a live animal, you pay double. But what about uh, if you just steal a computer, you steal uh, a garment? How do you know? And it's only the drasha that we can explain that verse for all things, even even non-animals. Okay, fine. So that's why the Gemara calls it a drasha, and we're putting on our darshanin caps for the Tani Debe Chizkiah to find this other source um, that uh, when somebody steals, he pays back double. Okay, now let's take a look at this drasha. And um, it should sound remarkably similar to the uh, some of the psukim that we previously discussed with the other verses. Uh, it's it's going to be darshan in a similar way, and it, 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 the other verses we were had opinions that we're learning those other verses we're talking about a regular ganif, but what happened was they got used up for the toin tanis ganif. So once they got used up for the toin, so then we had to find a different one. But it's going to sound somewhat repetitive, but it's a, a different set of verses that we're darshaning. Okay, let's take a look at it. The tanya two lines shabbat yom or I could have just said. Stealing an ox, and it could have mentioned stealing a cold claw, and I would have assumed other things. And if that were so, why? What's the example? I would have said only if you steal something that actually could be brought as an offering. That's a I've called The Gemara has such interesting. Uh, yesterday we're talking about if we only said it, well, maybe it's only something that if it, it died, its carcass would have tumma. <laughs> and now we're saying, well, maybe it's only saying something that could be brought as a Corbin. Um, so it's hard to know why I would assume that that's the reason you pay double or you don't pay double. But the question is, is it in a category of its own? Yeah, it is in a category. Those things that could be brought as a Corbin, the, the things that could be brought as a Corbin actually can replace us. You know, that the Corbin is an animal that says, if we did it, it, it has a certain significance to it. So maybe there, and also a, an ox is like, a, that's a livelihood. I mean, you can't plow with that. Maybe it's uh, uh, the penalties there when you steal an ox. But, you know, a sheep, is, you know, so a guy's short a sweater. You know, maybe it's not the same, uh, maybe it's not as important. So, but there it's, but it's bad. I've co covered the guy. My yesh, what are you going to bring? Seth. Well, we have the sheep. Kishu Omar says, we turn to today's page. When it says the sheep, so then what do we, t- the verse come to teach us? The rabbis called over to include other things. So then it should say, and I would have known other things. But we still might have argued that those are only things that have firstborns. 
Uh, also, other things that have fur. What would you include in the Avchamor, the donkey, even though it's a non-kosher animal? It's, uh, it has a firstborn. Kishu Amar Chamor, it says the donkey, So what does that verse come to teach you? So then it could have said, It could have just said, the, the ox, the sheep, and the donkey, those are all in the rule. So why, uh, why didn't it just stop there? I would have said, Maya Prat, what are these examples of? These are only animals. So I would have only said, if you steal an animal, then we throw the book at you, you pay double. So so what would I include in the examples? I would have included other animals. So why does it mention live animals? Larabas called over to include even uh, the, that t- tell you these are examples, but it would include other things. Omar Mar Yomashar Gneva. So basically, the um, uh, we're in- interpreting the use of all the examples to eventually teach you all types. And had we only listed some, we would have excluded some uh, from. We wouldn't have known the source that 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 you pay the penalty. So now we just have a question on what we said. Omar Mar Yomar Gneva. We said that had it written. Uh, the, we quoted the verse as first saying sure and then saying Geneva. So the Morris says, well, wait a second. The order that we quoted is not the actual way the Pusik says it. You've got to check up on the Gemara every now and then. Make sure we're quoting it the right way. Right? It, it switched the order. So obviously something else is going on over here. In other words, the actual verse we quoted, we quoted out of order. So the Gemara says, well, maybe we're using the Ilunemar rule. What's the Ilunemar? Maybe we meant if it had said it that way. Sometimes the Gemara does that. Had it said it that way, Ilunemar, Shor, Begneva, Mimati, Amis. My Prat Mefurish, could we have said, Havi Shor Prat, Begneva, Klau? The Gemara's question is that if it first said the specific thing and then the general, so it would have changed the drasha. I would have said klal prat klal nasa klal mosevala prat mili. Had it done it another way, I would have used the old-fashioned rule of klal prat klal. But since elikid exivi kami, the way it is written, ganev vishur, how could we say hakol b'klal that everything was included? E my b'prat meforish havile ganev klal vishur prat klal prat in in b'klal elamayshe b'prat shur in midiachrin alo. So our, our question is, is that we included, we said the drusha to include other things, and because we used it as a klal prat klal. But if you, uh, if you actually stuck to the actual order of the Pusik, you wouldn't be eligible for a klal prat klal, but you would have just said klal prat klal, in bakal, amayshu prat, and excluded other things. And so uh, our question is, didn't we, uh, isn't there a problem here in this drusha? We were learning from the word, the live animal, the cloud prat cloud komerle, and we're using cloud prat cloud. So it, it wasn't the words, as we said before, the sure part, it was the chaim part. I below dummy cloud basur cloud, new problem. The last, the, the last general is, uh, rule is not the same as the first general rule. So uh, how did this work? Hatani be Rabbi so the Gemara answered that uh, this follows, this is the, uh, this, our question is that don't, 
the first general thing and the last general thing have to be on the same page. The klal basra, the last klal, and the first one have to be the same, and they're not the same. So how can you say klal pre klal? So the Gemara answers that we go like the Tanei Bei Rishmul, the Kigav the Ishkal Prati. There is an opinion that says that even though it's different, you could still darshan it. And this is how it's going to be. How could Kakashalei? So there was a difficulty here, even Matzi Tamatzi Lamali, that the one, how do we darshan that part of the Pasuk? We'll come back to that later, what we do with that part of the drasha. Uh, sometimes uh, a drasha, you, you explain certain parts of the verse great, but then you're like stuck with a few words at the end. What do you do with them? <laughs> so we'll have to figure that out. So, It could have said, and a live animal, and I would have known it. So then I would have said that these are things that are only to the Mizbeach. What else do we need uh, to learn? said, says the sheep. It mentions the sheep. So why, what is it coming to include? Clearly, it's coming to add something. It's coming to include other things. But had it only said that, I would have only said these animals that are holy from birth. What else would you want to bring? The donkey. The donkey's not... Um, uh, the, the, the donkey also has the firstborn. It's, it's, it mentions the donkey. To include even... Non animals. So it could have just said that. Either Cain, if it were so, my then why wouldn't have I have said only animals? Maybe you would include other animals that are not holy. It, 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 it mentions live animals. So again, it's just a repeat of the drusha with the new set of words as to how it was quoted. So getting back to the question, that was the loose end that we had to tie up. What are you going to do with that? So, um, I just wanted to say, you really have to give them a lot of credit if they can memorize this ball patch. Almost impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, absolutely. As we turn the page. So the Morris said, uh, but we had this one loose end in the, uh, in the end of that drusha that kind of, when you have a loose end, it sometimes causes you to question whether you're interpreting the first part right. So as we turn the page, so um, the, the, um, that's a good, that's, that's a good question. Where do we learn out to include everything? The, from the last rule, gufa, um, it, it already mentions only living animals. What does it teach us? If it's coming to include anything, but it said only live animals. So how did we get a... We, we want to say a drusha to include even theft of other things, but clearly the Torah bothered mentioning a live animal. So what is it excluding? So the Torah said, I'll tell you why. That's why we need himatze to include other things. Um, aren't these two rules that are next to each other? Like they say in Eretz Yisrael, when you have two general rules right next to each other, you put the specific in between them. 
Shadi Shur Behimatsi Timatsi, you add you interpret it as if the word shur is in between the second part of the Pasik to include something. So what is it that it's excluding? If it's including other live animals, that's, we don't need the word sure. That's from Chaim. Uh, maybe it's coming to include something that's not alive. And this is how we'll interpret the verse. My problem for is Dabra Metalto. What are the examples we have? Things that you can physically pick up, excluding land. You, you can't, even though there's a way to steal land, clearly this penalty is talking about where you've Take, picked up something in your hand. Vegufa mamon and it has intrinsic value. Af So and and so too. This these rules only apply to that something that you can pick and has intrinsic value. Visu And what do we do with the donkey? If it's coming to include things that are not alive, mishor nafka. We learned that from the word shor. And this we had before also. This comes to include uh, only things that are mesuyim. We had uh, two different explanations for this on uh, yesterday. One was that it's something that has a, a, a way to identify it. That it's something important enough that the owner could pick it up in a lineup. That it, it has a mark on it. It has a simon. The other was it was a whole thing. Um, in other words, if you took something that the guy doesn't even can't even prove that it's his, maybe you just got to give it back. You don't have to pay double. But if this was something that was had his name on it or, or it had a simon on it, then you pay back double. Or or a dover masuya means like a whole thing. That was the way Tosas wanted to learn. So the Mora says, So what do we do with Seb? So the Mora says, You're right. It must be, it's a riboy miyat riboy. So let's change the rule on us. Instead of klal prat klal, it's a riboy me at a riboy. Get a tiny baby rishmul. And let's look at the tiny baby rishmul. The tiny baby rishmul. Bamayim, bamayim, beis pamim. Um, it says, this is the, uh, this is a riboy me at. Um, yeah, I was just looking for that. Let's see if Rashi brings it. Tiny baby rishmul, mayim, beis pamim, low gross rishmul, mayim. Yeah, it's, it's kola sher bamayim, snapir vikaskeses. It's talking about fish, and we'll see how the how we use the drasha over there. So let's let's start the tani bay ribishmol. It says bamayim bamayim in the water twice. Ain't that klal prat? That's not klal prat. Ela riboy miyad riboy. That's riboy 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 akol, and it comes to include anything. What is this new rule? My riboy riboy kol mili. It comes to include other things. Ihalki. If we're coming to include everything in the end, and we're using a different rule, so then why do we need all the examples? So one of them comes to exclude karka. It's got to be movable to pay the penalty, but if you steal land, you don't pay double. One excludes slaves. You don't get back two slaves. And one comes to exclude um, documents that don't have intrinsic value. Geneva Chaim, and what do we do with the word, uh, the extra word Geneva and a live animal? Likhidarav, the Omar Akhila Karen, that he says um, that uh, we use it to tell you that Kain Shaganov. This is a drusha later on that um, the, this word Karen doesn't mean the Karen meaning the horn, it means Karen meaning the value um, that. The principle, yeah, the, the, the first value. And the question here is the animal, a person steals an animal, 
and then the value changes. When you steal the animal, the price of the animal was this, and then you kept, by the time you catch the guy, uh, the price went up. So who keeps that increase in value? He stole a $200 animal, and now it's worth $400. So does he keep that? It was never his, though, was it? Well, it wasn't his, but he took it away. He, yeah, he shefted exactly. it, and so he's, get, he's paying you back. The, it, yeah, so does he pay you back the value when he took it, or does he pay you back the value when you catch him? Um, what if now it's worth less? When he took it from you, it was worth more. And now you catch him, does it pay less? So that's an that's a, a, a issue that we'll deal with later. Yeah. Can we back up just a minute? Remember up there about three or four, three inches higher where it says Salam Ali, and mm-hmm. then it says it's going to be a reboy, and not a call of pride. Why did why did the Seb mess up the the call of pride? What what did the Seb do that all of a sudden had to go? We had to switch the gears, right? Um, I, mean, I didn't quite understand really what the problem was over there. Uh, why did just like Salam Ali? What exactly? Do we have an idea what really... So I, I understood it was just extra. We, we, that was like something... In order for a drusha to work, everything has to be explained. Why, why do we need the examples that we do? And if something doesn't fit, so it must mean that something's like, okay, we must, you know... Um, oh, so, oh, so it didn't fit in somehow? Correct. That's how I understood it. But, um, uh, but I would agree with you that it's interesting that we change gears so easily. Okay, the worst, I forget that. Forget Klaal Prado Klaal. Let's go to Riboyamiyat, uh, right? So um, was, what, what about the fact that, but it, clearly it, to me it showed that we, that we, since something was left out, that clearly um, uh, we have to switch gears. Okay. I, I have, uh, Rabbi San, I have mm. a related question. It, it, at this point, do we have a, a clear understanding of when you apply Klaalu Prada Klaalu, when you apply Rebu Rebu I mean, how does that is, you know, which, which path do you go down? Right. So this, I, I have to admit that I, I, I have to work on this. I have to get clarity in it right now. The, uh, when I, I learned this, I, I also don't have the... Um, there are certain things that, that I'm, I'm prepared to answer or I feel that I've done my homework. This I, I, I'm also... Um, can't tell you the, uh, uh, I can't, I can't, uh, but I, I think it'd be worth knowing. Uh, I'll have to, I'm, I'm, it's definitely worth knowing, right? Yes, right. It, it, it tells you, you know, okay, what's your starting point? Is it a cloud? Is it, what are we dealing with here? You know, right, how, how that's are we right. How are going to the whole setup system? Yes, 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 yes. So I, I was the some morning. I, I, I actually davened a little bit this morning. Shem should help me figure this out while I'm teaching it or the, but, uh, uh, <laughs> But I'll I'll look around a little bit, and the, um, uh, I'm sure, like I said, the um, it's just really it's a matter of of getting into the drushes, of getting into that. Um, every time we go to a new subject, it has its new rules and its new boundaries. And so, what's Reboy Mia? What's Klaal Prat Klaal? When do you use one? When do you use the other? What's the argument? Uh, but I, I don't have the answers right now. So, uh, but we did make the switch. Okay. So uh, and uh, we said it says Bamayim. Let's start that again in the middle of the page. Ella riboimiet ribuhu. Let's instead use the method known as riboimiet riboi kedetanebe ribishmo. And he, in his academy, they had this uh, rule: the tanebe ribishmo b'maim b'maim. And again, we're going to a different drasha. Show you how it uses it over there, and then bring it back over here. 
So why does it say in the water twice? Uh, this this over there, it's not the usual klaloprat, it's the riba miyata riba. And if you use that method, riba akol. So my riba akol, it would include everything. So if it includes everything, then akol hani prati lamali. So why in our case did we have, clearly we're not including everything. So again, when we say everything, we mean other animals or even things that aren't animals in the penalty. So why do we have the examples that we do if we ended up including so much? So we said one is coming to exclude land. Land, we don't pay back double. One's coming to exclude slaves. The Chadamutishtaris and one's coming to exclude documents. What do we use that for? The Omar Akhila Karen Kainshigana for a different issue of uh, it, it, there's a difference in price sometimes between the time it was stolen and the time that it, you catch the robber. And so which what when is the value of payback set? Now the Umura has a question though. Let's go back to the opinion we quoted earlier that one Pusik is by the Ganaf. And the robber himself. And one is by the one that uh, didn't go and take it. He was watching it and then claims it was stolen. The Ganem Atso, and the, where the guy himself, we learn out from Imi Matsi Matsa Ganef. Hayi Matsi to Matsa, my So what would he use this drusha for? According to that opinion, we didn't need this drusha. Um, we found this Tani Bechiski and this whole drusha because we had used the previous for the Tainas Ganef. But if you didn't need both the psukim for Tointanis Ganef and everything was hunky-dory, so what do you do with this new drasha? So the Gemara says, no problem. My dorish bay, me boyle, we can use this for a different teaching of Rava bar Aniloi. What's that? my Totally different subject. This paying back double or four and five is a penalty. You, 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 uh, you stole something, you give it back. Why would you ever pay more than what you stole? That's a penalty. So it's a famous rule by penalty that if you came to court and apologized and tried to return it on your own, you don't pay penalty. And that's called moda beknas. That if you admit that you stole, you, we don't make you pay. So he has a question like this. Uh, what happens if you discover that you're about to be caught and then you pretend that you're coming clean on your own? In other words, you go, uh, the beauty of motive is you, you could have gotten away with the theft and you want to do tshuva and you give it back. So we say you don't have to pay penalty. But what if you, you only did that because you were about to be discovered? You knew that witnesses were coming to court to testify and lock you up. So it's not really, uh, you, you did admit it, but you only admitted it because the witnesses were coming. Is that called admitting it? So that's the question that he says it comes to teach you that if you admit it and witnesses come, even though witnesses came, you're still potter. If, if the witnesses come or the, the judges find him guilty, that excludes if he, if he confessed himself. It may be the fact that you still want a confession. That's still important. It's not a matter of it's a matter of practicality. <laughs> and so we might think, well, if he's, you know, it's a merely a practical matter, he doesn't really, you know, feel sorry for it, so maybe we shouldn't let him off the hook. No, even if it's just a, out of practical motivation, he's still off the hook. Because in the end of the day, he, the, the fact that he's guilty is because where he, he came forward. Um, so that's another drusha, totally different 
uh, avenue to discuss. And again, that's what's happening today as we bring in new drushes. Um, there are other things that are learned out. Um, uh, the, uh, and, and one of them is going to be this mode of and according to the view that these both verses are taken between Tanis Ganav, and for the Ganav himself, how is he going to know this rule that when he makes himself guilty, he doesn't pay? So the Gemara says there's another Pusik for that. It says, It says, God finds him guilty, the court finds him guilty, and that's a totally different Pusik that tells you is Pater. And according to those other opinions that said one was for the robber and one is by Tonizganov. So what does he do with? Um, basically, we, we had this extra verse and we used it to teach you where he admits that he did wrong, that he doesn't pay the penalty. But according to the viewer, it wasn't extra. Um, so how did he know it? So we brought in a fourth verse. But now that we found the fourth verse, now we go back and question the earlier opinion, what do they do with that fourth, fourth verse? Asher Yishin Elohim, that the court finds you guilty. So, they, they use that to teach you the moda b'knas is pater. Um, that, um, that, uh, that, had, uh, that if he admitted it, uh, that he doesn't pay the penalty. And the one who holds both of them were by where he claims it was uh, stolen. He says that where there are witnesses, he argues. And he says that uh, where we didn't, where he admitted something that there was evidence on, we don't accept his admittance. He's going to learn out uh, from there. So what does he do with What is he going to do with all of the examples? What do those teach him? So the Gemara said, He'll use them for the Tani Baby Rishmol. What's the Tani Baby Rishmol? The Tani Baby Rishmol, um, Sometimes you are, there are verses that seem to be repetitive. And all those examples seem to be repetitive. So do we need a drusher for all of them? So he says, no, it's as long as there's something new, you don't have to darshan all of them. So where it says, all right, we said if he steals it himself, but maybe that's only when he swears. How do we know it's even when he doesn't swear? The where it says, no, so it's not logical. The Tanya. Uh, now, we're, now we're throwing out, a. Uh, we had this before, that Tointinus Ganef is where he lied in court. And we're saying that we've all agreed that even a regular robber pays double. So our question, though, is how do you know the regular robber will pay double even if he didn't lie about it? So Gamora says, don't, don't think he needs to lie. How do we know that? Kiritanya. Rabbi Yaakov Yishalim, it says he pays double shalobeshua even if he didn't lie. Ato Omer doesn't mean even if he didn't lie, or maybe it's only if he lies. Omer Lokachi. Omer says, nah, Lokach. The Morris says, it didn't need to write it, and I would have figured it out from Tointanus Ganav. My Tointanus Ganav, Dibitera Asiliada, where he got it initially in a, in a good way. He was being asked to watch it. Oh, my cry, and still the Torah says, Ishalim, Trey, he pays double, Ganavatsa, Divisura, Asiliada, Kolshakane, where he stole it. Certainly he's going to pay. 
So why does it say you? Basically, we would have we known where the robber who did worse than the, the you have the Ganef and you have the Tointanis Ganef. And if we already knew by Tointanis Ganef where he didn't actually go and steal it, he initially was asked to watch it and all he did was lie and we still throw the book at him. Certainly when the guy went to the other guy's property and stole it, we're going to throw the book at him. So the fact that the Torah wrote an extra parsha of it, even though it would have been obvious, must be coming to tell you when he actually goes and takes it, we'll throw the book at him even if he didn't lie. What was wrong with the call of Homer that we had like earlier for that same instance? Didn't we have a call of Homer on this? We had a similar, you're correct, um, but we said that we wouldn't know uh, even without an oath. The Kavachomer the, the, the was from Tointinus Ganov, and in that case, he lied in court. So, and, and it's true that he didn't go and take it away, but on the other hand, we sat in front of Bezdin and he lied. Right, he, and yeah. so, so, so that messed up the Kavachomer. That messed up the Kavachomer, uh, that's right. But this one, this one's not an Osh rule or no nothing here. Right? Correct, it's an extra Pasuk. Okay. okay, we will stop here. Um, and basically, we stopped where we started. We, we just expanded our list of things. Uh, that we need to know. And so we, we brought in two new drushes and we brought in some other, other new rules uh, to figure them out. Have a great day, great Shabbos, everybody.